Okay. I know you guys are going to hate me, but <clears throat> I watched Life Size 2 the other day. The other morning. Was it a... I'm sorry. Is this a Disney Channel production? No, no, what no. Is this? It's Freeform. It was oh, going to be on Disney. Form. Okay. But then they were like, well, the audience are all adults now, so we're going to make this like... And it was like very PG-13. I was uncomfortable. But besides that, I was very excited because like, I'm a huge Lindsay Lohan fan. As love, we know. And I have seen... <laughs> I've watched Life Size 1, which let me just say, Life Size, the reason why Life Size 1 was great was because of Lindsay. And she's not No in, one said it was great. Okay, well, it is, because of Lindsay. Anyway, <laughs> so I watched the new one, and, like, Lindsay's not in it, um, but there's, like, a moment where she, like, there's they show a picture of her, and I literally howled so loud when I saw it because I got so excited that my dog started panicking, and she literally, like, and I, okay, this is also going to, I left the front door open, and she literally, You're so like, excited to watch it, you just came in and, like, left the door Didn't open. even close the door Well, I don't know you. why it was open. Anyway, but she, like, ran out the door, and she was so scared, so she's, like, running out the door, and I literally didn't even go get her because I was waiting to see if Lindsay was going to just pop up. Right. To and make then, a cameo. Yeah. You didn't IMDB it before you watched? I thought it might be a surprise. Like a surprise cameo. Yeah. And like... What is she doing? Why not? Oh, and that's the reason why. Okay. So she is currently... a She's do, opening nightclubs. She's like a nightclub mogul. She has a business now. And she's like... And that's also why she wasn't in Thank You Next, I'm assuming. Because that was my big question. I felt like that was a missed opportunity by Lindsay. I know that you're like gung-ho, Lindsay. I did ask for Parent Trap for Christmas because it's a comfort movie this for me. This year? Yeah. It's <laughs> because Lindsay's so good It's a comfort movie that I haven't owned since it was on VHS. Mm-hmm. So I asked for the DVD because it's not on Netflix or anything. Yeah. You can't buy it on iTunes? I don't watch movies on iTunes. What? That's the only place I buy movies. Really? Mm-hmm. I still I don't DVD. think we have a DVD. We don't support the man. <laughs> we don't have a DVD player anymore. <laughs> really? Oh. I would be so sad. In fact, one of the things that made me really sad about To All the Boys I Loved Before was I was like, I'll never get to own this on DVD. Like, I yeah. own all my favorites on DVD. Same. Anyway, so I asked for Parent Trap. So Lindsay, old. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> like, that was classic Lindsay, and I miss that Lindsay. Like, did you read the Amanda Bynes yeah. Chris and I talked about no. it. The Amanda yeah. Bynes article. No. I did. Hunter, you gotta go find this. <laughs> Unless I'm like, I'm Unless it's Lindsay, you, you do only not have care. so much room for troubled teenage girls. <laughs> yeah, like it's like it's like Marilyn and Lindsay are like the only two people I have. Oh my like, gosh, <laughs> we have to stop talking about this because my opinion of you is changing drastically. Oh my Every goodness. time it's just plummeting down a notch. <laughs> Maybe five this time. Meryl and Lindsay. <laughs> of From the Front Porch, a collection of conversations on books, small business, and life in the South. I am Annie Jones, owner of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in beautiful downtown Thomasville, Georgia. And today I am joined by our two frequent contributors and co-hosts, Hunter McClendon and Emily McKenna. I never noticed that about your last names. Yep. Or mix. Is that bad? Did I say that? McClendon and McKinnon. No, McClendon. (laughs) McClendon and McKinnon. One of those words. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we both look so Irish. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here to do our 16th episode of Love wow. It or Love It. I know. Really? Yeah. Um, of Love It or Love It. And we decided to do something timely. Yes. Because Dumplin' mm. is, as of recording, by the time this comes out, it'll be old news. <laughs> but 
we are like on the cusp of the release of Dumplin' this weekend. The movie. The movie. Which <laughs> Ashley, so Ashley today said, I can't wait to go see Dumplin' this weekend. And I was like, you won't have to go far because it's on Netflix. And she was like, what? <laughs> which is devastating because like I would have gone just because the soundtrack is so good. I Oh, I don't know about the soundtrack. It's Dolly. all Dolly Parton. Oh, okay. Dolly. That makes sense. So good. Like it's so good. Her new version of Here I Am, I literally like... If you just want to play it on repeat. I'm not saying that like... I'm not saying it'll save your soul, but what? like I, I'm pretty like I'm pretty sure that like I I don't know it just it'll come close up. yes. Um, so we decided to read Puddin' because we'd already all read Dumplin', right? Yep. Yes. Okay. So here's the thing: if you have not read Dumplin', let's first address: Do you think you need to read Dumplin' before reading Puddin'? I don't really think so. I don't think it was enough to like make it like I think you could maybe do like a little Google search just to figure out the premise of Dumplin'. Dumplin'. You might be able to, I don't know, you might be able to watch the movie and then just dive right in to yeah. put in. I don't know. I think you're missing out if you haven't read Dumplin'. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of backstory between Callie and yes. Dumplin'. Willadine. Which I do think, we'll talk about it, but I Callie do think I'm... Callie Well, Millie too, but, you know, they, they just have that such animosity. animosity. Yeah. That, because you're right, I didn't read, I read Dumplin' ooh, a long time two ago. years ago. Yeah. So, honestly, at first... At first, I thought, oh, these are two characters we've never heard of before. Like, that's how long it's been. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, wait, let me remember. So you might want to read Dumplin' first. I just realized that Callie... I just realized... <laughs> I, I was like, who's this Callie girl? So... Like, I was actually annoyed because I thought, could they not have named, like, one... Like, because it's Millie and Callie are the two main characters. Yeah. And I was like, could they not have, like, had them less? Changed that up a little bit? Yeah. Um, so, Hunter, why don't you give us the premise of Puddin'? Okay, so Puddin'... Um, it fo- it's like a, it follows these two characters, um, Millie and Callie. Millie is this um, plus size girl who was runner up or yes. runner up for the the pageant that was in the last book, and um, she her her uncle owns this uh, gym, and she's dealing with some stuff. And then Callie um, is this she's one of the, she what was she did she win or something I don't know no. she was no. in the pageant she was in the pageant she's part of this dance team and basically um, Callie and her teammates I don't think this is a spoiler right no it okay. happens early they um, they trash the gym uh, M- Millie's uncle's gym and then that kind of brings them together yeah they're kind um, of forced forced together yes so and then that's their meet cute yes and then um, <laughs> trouble and Trouble and friendship ensue. Ensue. Yeah. Yes. Um. Okay. What'd you guys think? I just feel like it's a it's a YA novel, so I just feel like we dive right. In. Like it's not. Yeah. High literary not concept. Not like, I want to you go, Emily. You go first. Yeah. What'd you think? You liked Puddin', right? I really loved Puddin' because. Oh, I'm care- sorry. You liked Dumplin'. Did I Dumplin'. Do that Dumplin'. You loved yeah. Dumplin'. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the characters are just. They're fun, and I think that there's it speaks to a lot of stereotypes and issues, but not in a preachy way. Mm-hmm. And it didn't feel like it had an agenda. It was just these characters are here, and this is their story. Kind of like when we read when Rishi meets Dimple. When Dimple, Dimple meets Dimple, Dimple meets Rishi. Yes. Yeah. Which I loved that book. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was just a fun world to see. I I mean I read it pretty much straight through. Yeah. And I read it in one sitting. Mm-hmm. Or. Multiple sittings, but one evening. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I liked it. 
because I'm with you. I like the world Julie Murphy has created. I like all of her worlds, actually. I've read all of hers, I think. Um, I was afraid to read anything else. Yeah. Because I loved yeah. <laughs> Dumplin' so much. Ramona Blue is really good. That's what I want to read. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I missed Willow Dean or something. Like, I missed... Like, I like Callie and I like Millie, mm-hmm. but there were parts of it that actually did feel kind of preachy to me, but I think that's also YA well, sometimes. it's funny that you guys say that because, like, the two things that I was a little bit, um, I thought it was, it was very apparent to me. So, like, Millie encounters, one of her friends she finds out is asexual. Yeah. And then um, there's, like, some interaction with her and people of color within the book, and I can just like I know that it's Texas and stuff, and I know like, but I just felt like, man, is she really like this like oblivious to like certain issues? I was like just surprised for her like her age group and stuff, and I know she's sheltered, and I kept reminding Millie myself. is sheltered, and I do think a couple of times in the book I was like, oh my god, like <laughs> so sheltered. Yeah. But I also appreciated that kind of character because yes. we don't always get that character in a YA book. I feel like a lot of YA features teens who are highly sexualized yes, and that's true. they're very worldly and they yeah. know everything. So I appreciated that about Millie. I felt like Willow Dean was very developed. Like her whole yes. backstory, yes. you really understood it. Yes. And I felt that Callie was more developed and Millie was kind of clumsily developed. Okay. I think that's true. I think that's how I felt. You too. know why I think that might be? I like, and like, I just think that I'm wondering because like, I mean, I think that I think that Willow Dean and Millie are very different characters, but I think it's like there's probably like a lot of pressure to like create like another like yeah. um, plus size like hero for people. Like mm-hmm. I think there was a lot of pressure to like make sure that this is like another person that everyone speaks to, and Willow Dean was that even for Millie. Mm-hmm. And I think that that might be something that was like hard for I, w- I would assume it would be really hard to replicate yes. that magic. Um, I. I also feel like I don't really clearly remember Dumplin', mm-hmm. but I do generally remember feeling a little let down at the end of Willow Dean's story. Okay. And that <clears throat> it just kind of came to this kind of vague ending. Okay. And then I don't remember. I thought like Millie, even though she was kind of clunky in her like understanding who she was, I thought she ended really strongly. I thought the ending was one of the stronger points of the book. I also I struggled with some of Callie's backstory because a white person wrote it. Yeah. And Callie is, um, her dad is Mexican and her mom is white. Mm -hmm. I liked getting that story of feeling out of place in her own family. Mm -hmm. Like her mother has remarried. All of her step-siblings are blonde. She's this Hispanic girl and her, her. That was interesting, but I think it could have been like better handled. There were just a couple parts and I'll tell you, this is so nitpicky, but like even there were just occasionally some phrasings where I was like, oh, that's kind of odd. So like in a book that is so um, accepting, mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that one time she referred to her abuela as somebody who wasn't, quote, just a wife and mother. And I was like, yikes. Like <laughs> that felt a little like I understand the sentiment, but it felt a little. Yeah, a book, it rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, too. like in a book that's trying to be to show whether you're gay, asexual, straight, right. fat, skinny, Hispanic, white, black. Like, like 
the author, I really like Julie Murphy because I yeah. feel like she has these really diverse, pretty well-rounded characters with lots of nuance. There were a couple of statements like that. I think even a couple of statements about Millie's parents rubbed me a little bit the wrong way. Um, and maybe that's because as a person of faith, like I'm highly sensitive to like stereotypical people of faith, mm-hmm. although those people definitely exist yeah. Yeah. and I'm sure they really exist in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> it just, some of it I felt like, oh, for such a warm hearted book, mm-hmm. there were a couple of lines like that that were a little surprising to me, which maybe feels nitpicky. I just, you know, I think part of my problem was that I loved Puddin' so much. I really Dumplin'. did. Dumplin'. Dumplin'. Excuse I know me. we keep doing that. I know. Yeah. I love Dumplin' so much. And I thought the world, like, I mean, even Willardine's home, Dumplin's home, like, I thought was, I just could picture it so well. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I, and her love for Dolly Parton was so precious. Can you remind me in Dumplin', mm-hmm. are there alternating storylines or is it just I'm Willa pretty sure Dean. it's just Willa just Dean. Just Willa Dean, I think. Yeah. I wonder if that's part of it. I did not mind the alternating voices. Mm-hmm. But there was some, and you're right, Hunter, I just think it's hard to replicate the magic of Dumplin'. Like, Dumplin', to me, was a five-star book. Mm -hmm. This just felt like, I liked it. I liked being back with these people. Mm -hmm. I liked the ending, because I felt like it felt realistic. Um, I loved loved Millie and Callie together. Mm -hmm. And I also liked seeing girlfriends who actually have legitimate, like, they don't like being together mm-hmm. all the time, but they like a real conflict instead of it felt like made up conflict. Yeah. Like it felt like real conflict hi, actual high schoolers might have, but some of the magic was missing for me. And I wonder if it's because Willa Dean got just her own story. Yeah. Whereas this is shared between the well, two. It's so know. funny because like I, I I'm assuming that the, cause that, uh, Millie loves these quotes and she likes to do the, the cross stitch. Yes. Which I thought was so cute. Yeah. Really cute. I wanted more of that though. Like a you little wanted bit. more Just of her little, story. Yeah, like you guys. I don't know if this is a spoiler about the last cross stitch. No, I don't think that's a spoiler. I don't remember. I didn't get when she think. got the gift, the handmade gift from. What page is that on? At the very it's end. the, the very, very end. end. <laughs> you didn't finish it. I'm sorry. I literally. <laughs> oh, you've like, been uh, you've been outed. <laughs> oh no, I didn't finish the last one either. Ooh. When Diplomat Rishi, I like didn't read the, the last tiny. You little. finished Rebecca. I finished Rebecca, but like I didn't finish When Diplomat Rishi. Guys, I didn't even get ahead. like chapters into Rebecca. You, you can go ahead and talk about the cross stitch. I think. Okay, I shed a tear. When, I legit shed a tear because okay, there is um, Shelly who runs the YA book club yes. here. Um, when we had our first um, book club Christmas party, she made everybody gifts and she cross stitches. Well, she embroiders. And she made me this, um, she's like kind of, she's hilarious, but she's also kind of like negative and I'm kind of not, I'm happy and positive and my nickname was Perky growing up and, and, and hers was Sunshine. And so she made me this embroidered hoop of, um, like a character dressed in all black with like straight black hair and then a girl in like a dress with like blonde pigtails and it said like Sunshine and Perky. Aww. It's my hands down, sorry to everyone in my life, favorite <laughs> gift I've ever gotten. Oh, I just so love sweet. made gifts. And like when, when she got that embroidery, I was like. Oh, so and that to me, we finally do get a book about female friendship. Yeah, like that is something I really liked. Like, not only do we see Callie struggling 
with her friend relationships, like realizing were these people my friends mm-hmm. or were they just my dance teammates? And then we see Millie who has these really great friends, but she's not seeing them as much. She kind of reminded me of um, the girl from To All the Boys I Love Before just because she seems so naive in parts. Yeah. So when Millie <laughs> literally says to her 17 year old friends, she wants to start a slumber party club. I know. I was like, <laughs> it was cute. But it is so cute. Yeah. And ultimately became a really lovely way for them Mm -hmm. to spend time together. And I thought there are really these people, and I know because I'm partly one of those people, Mm -hmm. who like the best way we know how to connect is by having a club or a group. And like we get out our planner and we're like, okay, when can we get together? (laughs) Like, So I appreciated that. But she also just feels like this sugary sweet. So Mm -hmm. the moments when we see... I don't know. She's pretty feisty. I was about to say, the moments when we see Millie feisty were some of my favorites. Because it was like a reminder that she just comes across as sugary sweet. She really has some depth. Yeah. I also... Like, this is one thing I actually loved, as brief as it was, was I loved seeing um, the different perspectives of Willow Dean from um, Millie and Callie. Because it seemed very different from the way that um, Willow Dean was kind of... Put on a pedestal. Yeah, is that well, what you like, mean? Well, I mean for 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 Millie, and then with Cat, like the way yes. that Callie saw this like animosity, and whenever you're reading Dumplin', like you don't see the way That's that right. everyone else is seeing her, and so it was such a that was I thought really fun. And I think that shows really good writing. How the first book we we all see, and I can, I fell in love with Willardine and yes. see her in a very certain light. And it's pretty brave of an author, I think, to turn around and then the sequel show, Willadine's good, but she's not perfect. Right. Like, she's not some... Oh, like when she huffs at one point, like, not wanting to do camping. Yeah. She, yeah, I was like, Willadine, calm down, please. <laughs> like, this is not about You're you. You're just in a backyard. <laughs> yeah, like... um, I really, you know, I loved Dumplin', as I've said many times already, <laughs> sorry. But I didn't think Willadine was really relatable. Mm. I mean, she's going out for a pageant. She's standing up to a pageant mom. I mean, it was a cute story, and I loved it, but um, as problematic as some of um, the author's approaches to issues and whatever topics and stereotypes Mm -hmm. were, I thought I loved Callie owning her jerkiness Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, and going over it, and it wasn't like that story where the jerk realizes she's a jerk and becomes good. Like, she struggles. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that, because I think a lot of people mm-hmm. say things they regret, mm-hmm. but then they have to put up a defense because they're embarrassed. You know, mm-hmm. I just like that part. And then Millie was relatable, because I, in high school I was naive. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I just thought these characters were more relatable than the ones in Willardine, uh Dumplin'. I do think... I don't know, but I do feel like... Callie to me was the most compelling protagonist because you're right we see her as a jerk she says things she regrets she does some really horrific things Mm -hmm. and instead of just a morality tale we also see her like apologize but then she doesn't apologize like we see Mm -hmm. her struggle Mm -hmm. and go back and forth with well do I need to apologize am I okay and you also get some insight into her family life and realize like yeah I mean, that's got to be really hard to think people to think that your your little sister's nanny when yeah. you go out. I mean, yeah. she yeah. has a it's a hard she has no identity. Yeah, and yeah. I mean that's what she talks about. She has no identity. Did you guys get Mean Girls flashbacks with the Shamrock? Yes. Yeah, like with the mean. I totally I was like more like Bring It On. Well, Bring It On. Oh, no, it totally reminded yeah. me of Bring It On. But when she hangs up 
when she reveals the Shamrock secrets. Yeah. And like oh. tapes them to the lockers. Yeah, it's like I totally Regina thought George, of Regina like, George. Like, uh, yeah. throw in. You guys, those were, I thought they were going to be lame. Those were scary secrets. <laughs> it's, it was very Mean Girls because it was that stuff that it's the real stuff that like, like that to me, and when I read that, that was the moment where I thought, wow, Julie Murphy is really showing like the real dark secrets of high school yes. in this moment. Like, yeah. You think that stuff goes on? Yeah. It does. I was one of those teenagers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Changing your sister's birth control. I, could not. I didn't that have a sister. Horrific. That was awful. That yeah. was awful. Could you imagine? I would cry. If, like, oh. More than cry. Need some. Yeah. Like, it oh. was awful. I need no, to be hypnotized to forget I did that. <laughs> I also appreciated that we see Callie. Because at first, you know, some novels, not just YA novels, but mm-hmm. some novels in general try to wrap things up in a pretty bow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's kicked off the dance team, mm-hmm. which did infuriate me a little bit. I was kind of like, wait a minute. You found <laughs> out, because my thought is, you're a small town. Mm-hmm. One girl, you, you've you identified her, so then can't you also identify all the other... You, right. I kind of had to suspend belief there for mm-hmm. a minute. Um, because she's the only one kind of found guilty or whatever. Mm-hmm. She's the only one who has to face punishment. Um, but we see her struggle with, uh oh, maybe dance isn't even something I want to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas I thought we might get to the point where like she gets back on the dance team, mm-hmm. she gets back to being a captain. And I liked that's one thing I really loved about the book was it felt realistic. Like she doesn't get reinstated on the dance team. She's got to figure out what's next for her which also made me care deeply because I thought you're from a small town this is your way out how are you gonna get out now like (laughs) like I really did panic for her but she Mm -hmm. didn't I don't remember she didn't land on something like I'm glad that it wasn't like I'm gonna be a doctor no she didn't land on anything and the thing that was like like because I think they have a discussion I think her and the guy that she starts Mitch Mitch yeah when they're talking or whatever at one point I think or no I think it's with never mind it's with Millie where she's saying um, Millie says it's reassuring or something or comforting to be, even be going the wrong way than no way at all or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I do, I think that that was like, because I think all high schoolers kind of deal with that. Like, where what am I going to do? Because I'm, eight, I'm about to be 18 and um, if I don't have a path, then yes, like, it's then over. you're a failure. Yeah. I really also liked the male characters because they were very secondary. It yes. didn't feel like the love stories were central to this mm-hmm. plot. Like, yes, Millie really loves, is it Malik? Because they, Malik. they, they, Malik. they specifically... Mm-hmm correct his pronunciation or our pronunciation it's Malik yeah um, I loved his character I liked Mitch but I also liked that really they're also very forgettable <laughs> yes like they're I think they were well developed enough like we mm-hmm. see why Malik is so shy we understand Mitch has his own insecurities the like, diner brought me back to, to all the boys I've loved before yes yeah. and mm-hmm. like I really did like that they weren't one dimensional but they also clearly are not the protagonists of this book and mm-hmm. the love stories are not the central part of this book the love story is between Millie and Callie yeah. which I appreciated I also really like the complicated look at her friend Amanda Millie's best friend Amanda mm-hmm. and how at the end we see that Millie has kind of left Amanda to befriend Callie and Amanda was kind of left out in the cold and I really loved how Amanda was able to vocalize that Mm -hmm. yes um I really that was unexpected to me where I was Mm -hmm. like oh she's actually gonna say you kind of have ditched me for this prettier girl to me I wanted to be like could we please have like her have a little short story where she talks about Amanda yeah yes because 
I was very intrigued by like me too yeah. her whole thing mm-hmm. I wanted more Amanda for sure mm-hmm. um, I found her of the secondary characters she was who I was like wait give me more of her like, yeah because she was kind to Callie mm-hmm. immediately yes and which I thought that told me something a little bit about her. She obviously has come to terms about her sexuality and mm-hmm. I wanted more about that. And then was bold enough to tell Millie, Hey, you've left me kind of high and dry yeah. these past few months to hang out with somebody else. And was very kind about it too. Yes. She's very kind. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that because to me, what this is like, what that did was that whoever, whatever teenager reads this and sees this is going to say, okay, like, I've been feeling this and I, yes. I like this is I'm being such a like high school special but like but really <laughs> though like we do not have enough good examples of how to properly communicate with Conflict. other yeah. right yeah no I think even as an adult this was powerful yes. like oh we can just talk to each other like mm-hmm. Amanda just goes to her friend and kind of says what's been on her mind yeah and I liked that that was kind of earth shattering like Millie was shocked by it yeah. um but also it wasn't mean mm-hmm. because I appreciate Callie for who she is, but I also like characters who show that you can be blunt and to the point without being cruel. Yeah. And and I like that too. We don't get that a lot. Well, um, what's her name? She was in Frozen and The Good Place. What's that blonde woman? Kristen. Kristen Chenoweth? No. 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 Um, she's in she's a bad Veronica mom. Mars. Kristen, Kristen Bell. Yeah. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell's therapist said, um, I think I told you this. Honesty without tact is cruelty. Yes. You did tell me that. Yes. I love it. And I so, love it. Yeah, and I think that's what she... Thank you, Kristen Bell's therapist. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever listened to her husband's podcast? I haven't. I'm intrigued. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just can't... I tried to get into Uh-oh. it. Uh-oh. They are so analytical about everything. And he interviewed her. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm into it. And they just... Do you, you like it? I haven't, no, I haven't. But, like, oh. I'm into, like, this analytical it's like I have to I find that I have to really want to hear the guests I can't just Mm -hmm. listen to all of them and Mm -hmm. I thought it would be hilarious to listen to him him and Kristen and it was not Dax is somebody who I feel like I don't really like but for no reason I have no reason not to like him wow I know (laughs) isn't that terrible but like he's just somebody who I'm like I don't really he plays obnoxious characters yeah maybe that's it I don't even know who he's played. I can't even like think of like. All I know is Parenthood, the guy on Parenthood. Oh, oh I I never watched him. Is there. he the one that was in Baby Mama? Yeah, he did have a small. Didn't he have a small? Yeah, as he Amy did Pullers, as Amy Poehler's boyfriend. Yeah, that fiance, was whatever. Yeah, like Common Law. Yeah. Okay. He was like that without a paddle movie. I think. <gasps> oh, Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I never saw that. Well, I did. I did <laughs> he regrets I don't think I've seen it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So I was just gonna say. I love you. Yes. Um, so let me tell you, like, <laughs> let me like just sum up some of my thoughts about Dumplin. That like Puddin or Dumplin? Puddin. Right. I'm like seeing it. I'm looking at the title and I'm still. It, it was it a, it was trying hard to get to a name like Dumplin in my opinion. It was. Yes, I was like, okay, which I know a dog named Puddin, but anyway. Nah. So here's the thing, <laughs> I loved Dumplin and I thought that Dumplin was so well crafted and the few things that I, and this and this is something I think it's with a lot of YA. I thought it could have been edited down just a little bit. I thought there was, like, some moments where it was a little bit rambly and a little bit, like, so much voice. And also, like, I don't know why, but... And I know the writing is very... It's the same in Dumplin' and Puddin', but... You know how, like, when you read, like, John Green and you read Rainbow Rowell and stuff, like, you recognize that voice, and it is, like... 
Did you find the accents difficult in this book? Because I did. Yes. And I know Dumplin was the same way. So I don't know. I don't know if it was my frame of mind. It took me, I don't know, it took me more out of it in this yes, book. Yes, it did me too. Yeah. It wasn't consistent. Yeah. And like I knew, yes, like this is how Southerners, this is how Texas people talk. Mm-hmm. Like, but it, and I feel like Dumplin did the same thing. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, it did take me out. Some of the dialogue took me out of the story. I know what the problem is now. I think I know what the problem is. There's this awful show on Netflix called Insatiable that is what? literally so offensive, so upsetting, and it takes place, I'm pretty sure, in Texas or like some It's around of... the pageant circuit, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's half of what I was thinking about the entire time, and they have horrible accents in the show, and that's how I kept hearing this. That is oh. why I didn't, like... I've never seen that show, so don't, I don't know what my don't, problem don't is. Sorry, Puddin. This is not you. It's Insatiable. Do you think... Hunter, you mentioned like you kind of wish you got a side short story about Amanda. This felt to me like we could have done this. As like, oh, I'm, as a, I don't want to sound harsh as like website fan fiction. Yes. No. I'm yes. So sorry. Like or, there are parts of it, of mm-hmm. especially of Callie, mm-hmm. that I really loved. But there were parts of it that I was like, I don't think I need this. I don't what think if, I needed this. What if this had been a short story collection about different voices from? Like from Dumplin. Yeah. Like, and it was like, or in some of these characters and stuff. Like, we could have gotten Millie's story real quick, I felt yes. like. And I, like, I loved some of it, just felt like it was trying too hard. So, for example, in Dumplin, we get this great scene where they go, if I'm not mistaken, to like the drag yes. queen bar. Mm-hmm. Okay. It felt like we were trying to replicate that feeling by going to UT Austin to get her. Uh, camp spot yes. back. Mm-hmm. I like, like that scene. I loved that scene, but I felt like we were trying to. We went on a road trip in book one, yeah. so now we have to go on a road trip in book two. Also, guys, this might be my problem because I've said before, sequels and series are hard for me. Mm-hmm. And so I also wonder if it's just I liked where we left Willa Dean. I didn't need more. Like, I don't know. This, I don't feel like I needed it, but I really enjoyed it. Okay. Sequels after you. Um, me before you sequel. Okay. After you and still me. I appreciate like I loved me before you. I know oh, it's coming I did now. not like oh, that. I did. I did. But I loved it. I thought after you was fine. But here's the problem. I think that this has a similar problem as what after you did, which is after you was a, such a thoughtful meditation on grief, ca- caught up in an icky love story that didn't fit. Uh-huh. But she w- but Jojo Moyes was so thoughtful in, in her look at grief. And this to me, I thought. There was some, I just, I know it's like, I know it's YA, I get it, but I'm like, could we not have, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like the YA trapping kind of hurt, like, there's, there's certain tropes that I feel like she felt like she might need to have, like, caught. Incl- include in Incl- here? Yes, thank you. I didn't feel that way. I I don't know, like, I liked it, I read it last night, like, I enjoyed it, but I, I think I finished and I was like, okay. No, I shed a tear and I said, I want more. <laughs> oh. You know what? I think we've all Do you think been... we'll get more? No, I don't think it's necessary. I would love a, I would love a short story collection, actually. Like, I wouldn't mind a short story collection with different characters, like... Like, like I, I... No, we'll probably get another one. I bet we're we will. Like, I, it's how, I it's want a day prequel, and age. I want a prequel of Because they're not Mom. seniors yet. Oh. oh this is yeah. my thing. I think we could get another well, one. Well, who are we going to see? Amanda? I want Amanda. Yes, that is... I would I would actually... I would buy the book right now. If they, if someone said there's a book about Amanda out, I'd be like, perfect. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. And I wait, think, wait, wait. I don't mean to be rude, but like, what's her story going to be? I think her struggle with her sexuality. Mm-hmm. We do get a glimpse of all the friends. Hers is the home we see the most, which makes me feel like Julie Murphy has 
pictures in her head of what mm-hmm. Amanda's life looks like. Um, I also, I don't know. I just found her to be compelling. And I think this is what's sad to me about Puddin is I mostly cared about Callie. Yeah. But I, why, why is it a problem? Just because I, it... Because I think Millie, I didn't need Millie. Is that but, bad? Well, no. without Millie, you wouldn't get to know those parts of Callie and see her struggle. Um, also, yeah. sorry I almost just answered for you. Like, that was just gross. <laughs> I want to apologize on record now, anyway. <laughs> no, that, uh, go ahead. No, I just, like, but I just, like, no. Like, but I will say, I think that, I do think that one of the reasons why it's disappointing is because half the book is Millie. And you we're basically saying that half this book was a little bit of a disappointment. Oh my gosh, I'm not on the same page as you guys. And that's, and that's wonderful. That's why that's it's great. What love it or but love I wasn't it prepared for this, so let me go back. <laughs> I know, to my book. no, I like. I literally was thinking. That's why I said you go first to say about it. Because I, I was did like, have a few. Like I thought there were some really profound. Did you tear moments. the pages? To, like, I didn't tear them, but I marked them. I marked okay. one. Can I read it? Yes. yes. Okay. I just really thought that there was this quote, and well, it's not a quote. I don't know what to say. Um. Mm, as we search through the book. She says, uh, sorry, um, I don't want to read the whole thing. I don't know what, okay. I just always thought the only way I could do that, something, was by being a senator, or to change the world, to be a senator or a mayor or something like that. But there's something about movies and stories. Malik. And then, yes. and then he says, um, but no one cares about evening the playing field or changing the rules unless they have some kind of connection. I guess... Well, that's what stories do. They connect people. Stories change hearts, and then hearts change the world. I just that was good. I thought, and I thought that kind of sums up her characters mm. and her stories. I think that's true. I liked Malik. <laughs> I, I liked that because again, it shows these kids in high school actually having real high school problems. Where this is a kid who's always wanted to be a senator or yes. a congressman, and now he's thinking, "Well, I really love stories. I like movies. I like books." Mm-hmm. You know, you've got Callie who's used to be a dancer, and now she doesn't quite know where she belongs, mm-hmm. where she fits. You've got Mitch who's been on the football team and realizes he's on the team with a bunch of jerks, mm-hmm. and he's always been the big guy who I plays really football. I really liked Mitch. I did too. Yeah. I, I yeah. Well Which is why, again, like I liked even Callie and Mitch's relationship. Like I'm mm-hmm. curious about that. I could yeah. I could have had more even of Callie and Mitch. I think that okay, this is the okay the dialogue. I'm realizing more and more as I'm like thinking about it. The dialogue was realistic too. It was not because you know the one the one criticism John Green books get a lot is that they're like no one really said like right. It's, it's like um, Aaron Sorkin on The West Wing. Like yes. nobody actually talks about right. Creek. It's great, but no yeah. one talks about that. But like, but this. It was very cheesy, but, like, the dialogue was. But it was very realistic to how high schoolers talk with, like, because it's... With these aspirations. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, and the way that they think about, like, how they feel like they're having these revelations that, like, everyone else in the world at, who's a little bit older, most, most people have already had these, but yeah. they're having them themselves yeah. in the first time. And they're not quite as articulate about it, but it's kind of good that way. I love the well, good po- uh, pop culture references, like Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Millie loves rom-coms, so yes. I, of course, appreciated that. Like, give me a good Clueless reference. Like, mm-hmm. so I... There were parts of it I really did enjoy. I liked my reading experience. You know what? Now that we're talking about how much we like Callie Moore, I wonder if she tried to write the story about Millie and felt like she was just constantly competing with Willa Dean and then came up with this like back and forth and then Callie just wins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think you could be onto something because it would be hard, as Hunter said early on, to recreate the magic We've already got Willa Dean, but there is pressure to have another hero, which you can have. Like, you can have more than one plus-size heroine. Right. I just found Callie's 
hangups or issues or struggles for whatever reason more compelling Mm -hmm. even though as somebody who loves journalism I also really appreciate the idea that Millie wanted to be a news anchor I Mm -hmm. thought her determination was more believable than Willa Dean's interesting I haven't I need to go back and read Dumplin' or maybe I'll just watch the movie this weekend one more thing I will say about Millie is that it's funny because like her innocence like you know one of my best friends Madison like whenever we were in high school she was a size 24 and her innocence was almost like a shield for her it was like Mm. her way of like and so the more I think about that innocence like the more I remember like Madison we we watched like a PG-13 movie whenever we were like in 11th grade and she was just a little bit like whoa 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 (laughs) and um and I think that maybe you know I wonder if if that was the reason why she was so innocent is that that it was almost kind of like a shield of like kind of protecting herself from because we she's clearly insightful and smart enough to like pick up on things but Mm -hmm. I think that she forced that innocence as a way to like shield herself from the harder things and I think her mom we see her mom being the one that kind of led that charge yes I definitely think that's where they're oh that mom made me furious (laughs) that mom's struggle with trying to protect her it was intense it was super intense and also I think shows a real generational difference Mm -hmm. between the acceptance of millennials and even this whatever the younger generation is now being called the ex- they're more willing to accept who they are. Like, mm-hmm. Millie was very comfortable. She had become mm-hmm. very comfortable with who she was. She didn't mm-hmm. need to go to fat camp. She didn't need to be... When she agreed to go, I just was, like... Broke your heart. Oh, yeah. my yeah. gosh. And then, I did cry But then her mom... Ah, her, shed a tear. <laughs> her mom couldn't understand that. Yeah. Uh, her mom was like, there's a... I think her mom even says at one point, like, there's a skinny girl trapped inside yeah, you. And that broke my heart. Yes. Like, that was hard. But I think that could also be a generational mm-hmm. difference. Um, okay, so really quick, love it or loathe it, Hunter. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. And there's like there's two. Okay, like I didn't love it. Ugh, I don't want to say or. Love. I'll do or. No, you gotta pick one. No, I'm, I'm not the I'm, boss. Okay, well if that's the case, then I'll do loathe because I didn't love it. You burnt. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, I didn't get that. You're burnt. It's just my new, it's my favorite thing. Seth Meyers says it. Yeah. Oh. Not you're burnt. I mean, oh. pudding is burnt. Yes. You're burnt, pudding. <laughs> Hunter loathed you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so out of it. I loved it. And I know there's problems with it, and it's not, I get what you guys are saying, but I was 100% sucked in. I fully enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I loved the characters, and I was sad when it was over. I, this is hard for me. I because I did not loathe it, but like if Dumplin' was five stars, I think this is a three and a half. Yes. So I loved it enough to read it in one sitting last night. Like I like I enjoyed my reading experience. Mm-hmm. I don't regret reading it. Right. I also don't think I needed it. Yeah. Um, whereas Dumplin', I felt like where's this book been all my life? Yeah. Like I really mm-hmm. did, and maybe that I I'd like to go back and reread it. I won't, but I'd like. I want <laughs> I want someone out there. Don't watch the movie. Go back and don't listen, re- unlisten to this podcast, <laughs> and then read Puddin' and see how it feels. Because Willow Dean was such an unexpected new character, and uh-huh. now we've had Willow Dean. You're right. So, like, would I mean? Because as I'm thinking back and remembering Dumplin', I'm like, it had a lot of problems with the storyline and the development and the whole part where they were like catty with each other and the pageant rehearsals was just kind of. It wasn't like really clearly developed like I didn't see it all the time 
I just felt really outside of it. Like, what's really happening here? Mm. I'd be curious yeah. what somebody might think. I think this is a great book if you like YA. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think this is a great book if you if you really loved the world of Dumplin' and not just yes. Dumplin'. I think this is great. It Because it is more of the same in the sense that we get to be taken back there. Yes. And I like I liked being amongst Julie Murphy's people. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think yeah. she she crafts a really great world. I agree world. with that. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Started out strong, but now we're coming up thin. Oh, we cast our lots with all the devils of sin. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. From the Front Porch is a production of The Bookshelf. It's produced by me, Annie Jones, and Chris Jensen, and edited by Chris Jensen. You can find all the books we talked about on today's episode at www.bookshelfthomasville.com forward slash shop. Our music today was provided by Forlorn Strangers. You can find them at forlornstrangers.com. Thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next week.